1: Welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of Relevant Recovery Radio. Have you seen that meme? It's not a meme. It's a video. I saw it on Facebook. But there's this guy with this little white dog. And he's like, we're going on a road trip. And whatever the dog's name is. And the guy goes, woo. And the dog goes, woo. With him. It's so cute. Have you seen it? Why are you looking at me like that? It's a good, a woo.
0: We're talking about Facebook. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyways, uh, well,
0: <laughs> we're I'm, a little bit, we're a little bit ornery today, so. Well, well let me say my stuffs. That's why I, I wooed. Woo-hoo. I'm sorry that I wooed.
1: You don't a-woo.
0: Yeah, do your stuff.
1: The show is sponsored by the Matthew's Hope Foundation. Uh, we, For now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After today, we'll see. We'll see if we're sponsored anymore <laughs> Only any two
1: a-woos are allowed. Um, and so the Matthew's Hope Foundation has the Matthew's Hope Detox and Recovery Program. The detox portion is two uh, two weeks long, usually, maybe about 10 days and we get you fully medically safely detoxed, but we also offer full clinical curriculum. You get a counselor, you get IASIS, microcurrent neurofeedback, um, you get- Horseback riding? No, horseback, and then- Tennis. No, but recovery support.
0: So this is not like Passages Malibu. No, it's
1: not Malibu, Passages, And for Malibu. that
0: reason, I'm <laughs> I'm
1: out. <laughs> If you want to actually get sober, oh, oh, yeah, (laughs) and not just cater to your entitlement, wanty uh, sobe. If you do wanty sobe, you might consider our program. It's a wonderful program because what's really cool about it is we offer recovery support with state credentialed recovery coaches while you're in the detox, but also if you want to enroll in the optional recovery support, you can get uh, free aftercare for up to 24 months after you leave our facility. And so we provide individualized recovery and peer support in person virtual, or by phone. We do offer free IASIS microcurrent neurofeedback for the 24 months, as long as you're an active RST client. Your family member can get it for $25 a session. Uh, We just offer a lot of services, um, and it helps people get well. Of the people that complete our program and stay active in recovery support, up to 85% are staying sober from detox, which is crazy.
0: That's a crazy number because about 8% say st- stay sober out of a normal like RTC. Yeah,
1: regular treatment has about an 8% success rate.
0: Wow. And, and if you're listening to us today and you don't have a substance abuse disorder, good for you. <laughs> but we do. But We did. Uh, the things that we talk about on this show, we try to cover everything. Like we try to cover a spiritual walk. We try to cover other addictions.
1: And so if you or a loved one uh, is struggling with any sort of substance use disorder, give us a call at 844-AND-HOPE. That's 844-263-4673. Or you can go to our website. We've got lots of information about our program and our belief system and our care model. It is www.mhdrp.org or the foundation is matthewshope.org.
0: And we really are grateful that you're listening and checking us out today. Um, You can't tell by my sarcasm, but I'm really glad you're here. You're listening to us at 1 p.m. Central in the H, H H-Town, Houston. Houston. KPRC 950. That, again, is 1 p.m. Central. And if you're not in Houston, you want to listen to us live-ish. I think it's (laughs) live-ish. Just go to the iHeartRadio app and look for KPRC 950's channel. Uh-huh. And you can hear us live on on Sundays. Oh, yeah? And the ish is that we're actually recording this on Friday. Yeah. Today is Friday. We're time traveling. But they play it Without at 1 alcohol. p.m. <laughs> they play it at <laughs> 1 p.m. Central in Houston. Uh, and then they, they throw us up on the iHeartRadio app under Relative Recovery Radio. No,
1: it's not. That's not even the name of our podcast.
0: Relevant Recovery Radio? You said
1: Relatant.
0: Relevant. I just misspoke. Stupid. I had about 17 cups of coffee this morning. <laughs> Relevant Recovery Radio. Relevant so, Recovery Radio. And what other areas that I would never touch could they find us?
1: Facebook and Instagram. Yeah? Because you're too good for that. you self-righteous guy, you. And How hard was it not to curse right there? <laughs> I tried really hard. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, jeez, don't do it, Heather, don't do it. Um Beep. So you can find us. Oh, I wish we had like a little beepy thing where I could just be myself and beep myself knowing it's coming.
0: And then I would just randomly beep you because that <laughs> game is fun.
1: But I don't want it to be a beep. I want it to be like that screaming chicken toy.
0: Oh, Lord. Yeah. People would definitely tune out.
1: Tune out. But uh, So if you really want to support the channel, you can like, share, comment our episodes on social media. Or just go to the iHeartRadio app, download it. It's a free download. And search Relevant Recovery Radio. That's our channel. All of our past episodes are there. Find your favorite. Share it with your loved ones. Share it with the people that might need to hear some of our messages.
0: Because we do like to hit on all topics spiritual. We like to hit on all topics addictive. We have covered... Food, porn, work.
1: Social media.
0: Social media. I mean, Gambling. you name it, you We know. had you go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good episode. Uh, uh,
1: human and sex trafficking. Uh, we did a lot of different topics. So, like, follow, and share.
0: So, how's your week been, Mosier? Mm. Yeah?
1: So, I've noticed, I was telling one of the counselors at work yesterday, I think it was, um, I know that I'm slightly spiritually off.
0: For about two or three months
1: no I think two weeks maybe um well, I've noticed it for about two weeks maybe but I think I'm slightly off just because everybody's like annoying me and I feel really overwhelmed and stressed out and yeah. so I know that if you meet like uh, what's the what's the thing if you meet more than three jerks a day then you're the jerk I know the problem's me
0: well, all of us that you met got together and we all voted that anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> well anyways okay that's nice Thanks for that affirmation.
0: Are you sleeping better this week?
1: I am though. Why? Because we got a sattva.
0: We got a new bed.
1: Well it's fourth new bed.
0: Four, so if four, you're if you're for a weekend.
1: If you are following our mattress saga over the last year and a half, we really um,
0: need like a drawer like saga saga.
1: We're saga. basically like Goldilocks that can't find the right mattress <laughs> or the princess with the pea under the mattress like we hate everything. Yeah. Um I will say this show is not sponsored by Sattva.
0: No, they don't pay us anything, but they but probably should. But they could. Should. Hey,
1: if you want to ring John pay me Satva, I think you're fantastic and Enjoy. I like your mattress. Well, mattress number 2. We have the most firm mattress that they make now they
0: literally just sent us a giant slab of concrete (laughs) that we throw a sheet over but it's fantastic
1: i you and i like firm so it just depends on what you like but their customer service has been outstanding and so
0: um, actually pretty pretty outrageous for today's day and times of like the way people treat others and all that it's so i encourage any of our listeners
1: i know that they don't really have a store like a showcase where you can go try them out really Uh, if you find a showcase, it might have one type, not all of the types. So anyways, uh, I highly encourage our listeners to look them up and try out Sattva because we've had a wonderful experience, and I think we finally found the winner.
0: And we're going to come back on this in a year, and we're going (laughs) to give you a heads up if we're going to get a new one. (laughs) So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here in a minute with Relevant Recovery Radio. To Relevant Recovery Radio with your hosts, Heather and Donnie Mosier. Hi. Hey, did you ever notice that I always put your name first?
1: No. Never yeah, noticed. I do. You always say Heather and Donnie Mosier? Yeah, I do. Not Donnie and Heather Mosier? No. That's cute. Why do you do that?
0: I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. That's true. Yeah. So, all right. This <coughs> we is were, my show. We were talking about your <laughs> ma- maladacious life over the last few months, and I was going to tell you, like, I...
1: I do feel... I feel like...
0: I wasn't asking you. I was oh, going to say something. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The last two weeks for me, and I don't know why, have felt tiring. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because this week, Mercury's I, in the microwave. <laughs> you were just waiting to drop that. What other ath- astrological things do you don't know? Don't
1: worry. Next week, Venus is going to be in the Gatorade, so it'll all be better.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Candy Pants is behind. Me in, and in Candy
1: with, Pants have been talking about them, Mercury in the microwave.
0: Okay, here's something that's great, folks uh this weekend on sunday we had a a party party at our house a pool party with all of our fellowship our 12-step fellowship it's it's about our
1: sober friends
0: 20 people that are fairly close to us
1: but we had a new person join our fold that's
0: that's what i was talking about so this girl that comes to our home group we invited (laughs) her she showed up and
1: she met candace for the first time and she goes hey are you Candy Pants? She
0: goes, you're Candy Pants. <laughs> and I all I know is I was about 10 foot away and I heard, Donnie.
1: <laughs> she goes, yes, I'm Candy Pants.
0: Yes. Anyways, what were, you, what, what were you
1: bringing up about uh, that I'm on Maladacious Boulevard?
0: Well, you have been, but I, I think we've both been tired. So what I've noticed over the last two weeks is that like, I'm not overly stressed. Yeah. Um, work is okay, but it's busy. Like, like it's multitasking from 7am to four or 5pm. I think yeah. I got off the other night, like almost 6pm. Like it's been, it's been crazy. Right. And then what, so when you're already tired and little things do pop up, little fears or little things, oh, stresses. I was thinking about this on the way in. Like, how, what am I doing about that? What is my, what, what tool, what tool, are you supposed to do what about tool that? am I using? And I was going to say that this week, right, wrong, or indifferent this week, the tools I've been using are finding a quiet space. Like I went to the cigar lounge the other day and this one guy was asked me two or three times, like, are you okay? And and what it was is I was tired. I didn't feel like conversing and I really just needed to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kicking my morning prayer meditation up, and, my, and especially my prayer in the mornings, mm-hmm. like really kicking that up. Um, good but, for you. Good for good you. Good
1: for you. I'm so proud of you. You know it. Just <laughs> you're just endearing right now. Oh my god. No, I haven't been doing any of that crap.
0: Okay, okay but that's that's what I want to talk about. Is is the and that's the way we're going to kind of go into it today, because I want you to talk about your last three months, um, how awful you've been to others, mm-hmm. taking it out on them. and Here's
1: the beauty of it. I'm unaware of self. <laughs> I have no freaking clue. I'm in a claustrophobic <laughs> kingdom of one over here. I have no idea how I affect you.
0: Well, again, <laughs> we all got together, and, <laughs> and survey says... Did you
1: make a PowerPoint presentation?
0: Yeah, so I think... What we want to talk about today is, do you want to be spiritual? What do we mean by spiritual? Do you want to already have all the faith and belief? What does that work or action look like? And what do we mean by? You mean to say it? Yeah.
1: What do we mean by, you got to do the doing to be in the being?
0: Ooh. I remember the first time we heard that. It was I profound. know. It was so
1: profound. And I hope we can explain it in a profound way. The reason I wanted this to be the topic is because we had a Matthew's Hope alumni Zoom uh, two nights ago. And some people have, like, you know, two plus years sober in the alumni organization on, on down to just a couple of weeks, like they just got out of our detox. And so it was a good group. And, um, a an alumni brought the topic but anyways during the discussion of the topic a different client said you know when he got sober he said i just wanted to already have all the faith Mm. he said he was jealous of other people that seemed to just already have this connection or already have this faith or already have this spiritual level you know and he just wanted to already be that (laughs) and he described it one way and it and it made me remember the doing and the doing to be and the being guy that you and I heard years ago.
0: Do you remember being newly sober and there was that one person that just seemed to be emotionally, not flatlined, but just calm? calm. Like like today it's my sponsor, John. Mm-hmm. John is sober 34, 35 years. I just, I don't, I think I've seen him frazzled once or twice and not even really frazzled. Yeah. You know what I mean? The guy is just emotionally Sober, spiritually connected, and and I remember coming in and seeing people like that, and I'm like, I want but that. But I didn't
1: know what it was. Um, back when I was newly sober, I didn't know anything about emotional sobriety mm-hmm. or that level of spiritual maturity. I saw them as like calm. And I thought it was more like book knowledge, like they were well-read or they knew this spiritual literature, like they knew- Or faking it. Or or (laughs) Or they're just
0: faking it. They go home and hit their wives. I just thought they like
1: must have studied all of it or something. I I don't know. I didn't know what it was. And it wasn't until, you know, because I was crazy the first year of my sobriety. I worked the 12 steps three times through because I was just not emotionally well.
0: And it's weird because you were crazy the first, what, how long? year at least and then it went dormant until the last two to three months <laughs> so I get it never dies it just goes I'm saying into...
1: I had some profound spiritual things and practices even when I was crazy
0: yeah but you really did um, you, you did you got connected I think to God way sooner than most people in the fellowship I always tell you you're an anomaly and you don't believe it but I think you really are that whether or not you were the right amount of surrender in that moment whether or not you had the right amount of faith girl, I don't know what it was.
1: I don't know, but I wasn't even aware that I was different in any... Well, I mean, I was aware I was... I wasn't aware that I had an abnormal level of faith until, I don't know, about six months ago when you and I, I took our like spiritual gift test, mm-hmm. and I had 100% faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I believe I, and, I can fully co-sign that result.
1: And so, like...
0: Because you're like my rock. So when my faith is shaky, when I... Because um, I'm a skeptic and like I don't I, struggle with doubt. No, and I lean on you.
1: And um, I have studied interpretation of scripture and doctrine and uh, theology. I think it's not about the study of it though that matters. It's about I have a foundation of a belief that's unshakable.
0: It all moves from like, your head to your heart. Like anytime it's just there.
1: You'll bring up something that I think is not, you know.
0: Doctrinally sound. Yes,
1: or, I'm like, nope, that's not what it says. And yeah. you're like, but what if? And you try to, like, okay, cool. But no, that's not what it says.
0: But you also believe that our literature in the 12-step program is divinely Definitely inspired. divinely inspired. And, and you don't really falter on that either. You're, you're fairly I solid think, cause in that. I think, because that's what I noticed, and let's
1: put this in a recovery context. What I'll notice is sometimes in the 12-step world, no different than in a religious world or church or whatever, but in the 12-step world, I'll notice that people say things that don't line up with the literature i'll say it that way and and it becomes something that might sound good or sound fluffy but they'll just keep parroting it and then someone else heard it and so they'll share it at a different 12-step meeting you know and it's just like this is nowhere in our literature guys like why are you saying this stuff and well
0: and speaking of that literature how about the other literature you know where that hit me it's funny you said that so this morning uh when i was out on the back patio sitting quiet i had been reading and all that lauren diagonal has a new album out okay and i was listening to it (laughs) you got that from me Lauren Diagonal. you know what came to my mind i wonder how many christians are going to attack her mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. even though that literature is very clear yeah that says to love your brother and sister love your neighbor and all that stuff
1: things can be taken out of context and i think it becomes dangerous when we think that just because i've had an experience with something that's fact
0: so before we go anywhere what is your definition of spiritual
1: my personal definition of spirituality when we're talking
0: to the people about it what are we saying
1: um i think that the epitome of spirituality is altruism i think the epitome of spirituality means someone who's selfless someone who's willing to sacrifice for others someone who is not obsessively concerned with their own wants or desires or plans all the time Um, i think that this person is altruistic to the core um, but it's not an overnight matter. You don't just decide to be selfless. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute in the next segment. But I, in my I do have a religious belief tied to it. I do have a, um, a, a religious foundation tied to it. But if I'm just giving it broad right now, I think that being spiritual means being selfless, period.
0: Okay. Like anybody could do that. <laughs>
1: not perfectly. <laughs> Nobody. Well, okay, so person,
0: but. <clears throat> when we come back, then we're going to talk about what does that path look like yeah. to get there? Because I will say that you, you and I path. are way more giving than we used to be, for sure. Why, right, right, right? I know I, know I am. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back with Relevant Recovery Radio. Just ponder that. <laughs> Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio. You have a nice voice. I'm your host. Donna I mean, not Mosher. right now. With our senior host Heather Moser in the studio, um, I love your definition of spiritual because that's absolutely not what I was thinking you were going to say. And I'm not even going to give one. I, I like what you were saying. When I go from, because when you and I got sober separately, right? I'm I'm much more wise in years and learned. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> but when that's we got, three a-woos. You're out when when we got sober we were absolutely 100% self obsessed yeah but i didn't know that and through the walk that you're going to talk about through the things you're going to talk about um god the spirit of the universe began to turn that dial and change us and remove that and we became more interested in others and i didn't, this I didn't this that's a great definition yeah, i really i, I like being it
1: spiritual is being altruistic because the opposite of spiritual is selfish because period.
0: if i'm always thinking and here's let me let me just dig into that a second if I'm always thinking of you and how I can serve you and how I can help you, I'm not worried about a fear of what I'm going to get, how am I going to get it, how mm-hmm. am I going to keep it. I'm not worried about what you think about me. I'm constantly just thinking about how can I serve and help you. Is yeah. that what you mean?
1: Yes. And so if I, so that's that. I think that's why maybe spiritual maturity or emotional sobriety, however you want to call it. I think that's why I developed it uh, quicker earlier on is because of all of the disciplines i was doing i was doing a whole lot of things Mm -hmm. every day that i did not want to do but i had a specific spiritual intention being
0: being nice to people
1: yeah yeah (laughs) answering my phone sponsoring people doing step work praying and meditating doing chores in the house doing having a curfew being home on time anything i didn't want to do anything that the world wanted me to do right i wanted to do what i wanted to do and i won't go into that but um You and I were in a meeting once and there was a guy, This was years ago, so before the scandemic, but you and I were in a meeting and we were talking about emotional sobriety in that meeting. And sharing about that. And this guy said, you know, when I got sober, I saw all you spiritual people, and I just wanted to be spiritual already. And he went on this rant about that, how much he wanted to just be spiritual. And he said, I found out that I have to do the doing to be in the being. I don't just get to be spiritual. There's a whole lot of doing I have to do, and then I get to be. Mm. And that stuck with me. That was years ago, probably four years ago plus. And uh, and so we talked about that in our alumni meeting two days ago. And I was explaining that to these other newcomers that it that profound because he that's just such a simple way to explain it. What are the things I want to do?
0: Well, and and let's unpack it a little bit. Let's unpack 50 percent of it. So you just hit seven years. Yes. So you have not had a drink or a drug for seven years. Correct. You've been a little crazy every now and then, but yeah. sober you have been.
1: Yeah, I've been absolutely sober from all mood and mind altering substances other than a surgery, um, uh, right, for seven years, which I controlled. You controlled. You held. Controlled everything. the meds, but um, still crazy.
0: But um, all right, so you've been sober seven years. Over the years, what what have you done that is doing the doing? Like like unpack that a little bit.
1: Because here's what I noticed: some things that I I've been consistent at doing is like sponsoring others. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been willing to say yes to taking on another girl.
0: And what a high level for those who don't understand. What does that mean? That
1: means I spend time with them in person at least once a week, um, helping them, reading the book to them, and teaching them how to do their step work and carrying it's, them through that process. It's usually an
0: hour and a half to three hours. I talk in there. a
1: lot, so it's at least <laughs> at least that. Right, yeah. so that's
0: scheduling with them every week to get them through the 12 steps. And I'm saying, like, even and just you that. Take, but well, hold on, you take multiple girls on. How many do you have right now?
1: Four right now. So... In
0: the, Four times a week, you are scheduling an hour and a half to three hours. Yeah, with four, four times different week, girls.
1: Yeah, plus, plus your
0: full time job.
1: Plus my home group. Plus oh. my service commitments. Plus carrying the message. Plus whatever. Would you, have,
0: would you have done that seven years ago? Um. Seven years ago, seven seven years and three months ago, would you have done that? No,
1: no, no. Not before I got. So I would have never been that that willing to do all of that stuff. Um. I think it's important to look at that because if I'm not doing those things, well, then I start to get really obsessed about what I don't have in life that I want or how you're not treating me a certain way. Okay, so sponsorship (laughs) is one. What are some of the other doing
0: the doings? What else?
1: Um, A lot of times in the morning, I don't feel like uh, doing prayer and meditation. You know, I'm like I'm I'm barely awake. I'm not comprehending this or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm running late. I just need to skip today, um, but for the most part, I do make myself sit down and and I have a daily reader thing. Why? Because I want to be connected to God. Is it? Is I it want to be disciplined.
0: A spiritual practice for obedience. Yes. Okay.
1: And um, so there's
0: you need discipline. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Our literature says we alcoholics are undisciplined So we have to let God discipline us in the simple ways We just outlined and mm-hmm. it had outlined some specific Things, some actions we take in our day to day life All
0: right, So we have sponsorship, we have morning Prayer and meditation, what else?
1: I have a home group That I attend every week I have a service commitment with that home group So that's
0: a meeting every Tuesday night at 730 You are there pretty much rain or shine Unless you cannot be there, you have a service Commitment there, you are involved
1: Yes, What and else? I, uh, carry the message To another, another rehab for free I'm involved in my church i have a small group i just signed up for cadre that starts on this coming monday which
0: is like small group training because you're going to start your own start a
1: small group there's trust me what i'd rather do is like go spend all my paycheck at hobby lobby turn the guest room into a craft room and just make crap and watch netflix and not answer my phone i'd love
0: is that an option
1: it's not an option for me if i want to be spiritually free
0: Um, here's here's what i want our
1: listeners to understand
0: and wait 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 wait, wait. what is the line what is the line if i want
1: to be free the problem has to be me that one no that's
0: the one i was thinking about page 30 or 31
1: anyways while you're looking that up i'm going to explain something go ahead think about your spiritual well-being as like muscles All right. And so if you have ever went into like a nursing home and saw someone elderly that's been laying in a bed, you'll know that their muscles atrophy and they wither away because they're not exercising them and using them. And so what I want you to correlate this to is all of these actions that I'm doing that I don't want to do. It's exercising the spiritual muscle to regrow this muscle so that I can spiritually grow.
0: And here's the answer to the why. In our literature there's a line that says, The delusion that we are like other people, comma, or presently maybe, comma, has, has to, to be, be smashed. smashed. So when you first got sober, it was real clear through your sponsor and through the step work like, you're not like other people. You don't get to go home and Netflix and chill. Like, mm-hmm. you hit, need to hit meetings. You need to sponsor when you're done with taking the 12 steps. You need blah, Cause, blah, cause blah, blah. But hold devil's on. devil's
1: advocate, maybe there's some normal people that aren't drug addicts or alcoholics listen to this that can get away with not doing these things. Okay? But, that's not what we're talking about. But
0: now that you're seven years sober and I'm 10, mm-hmm. that's where the comma Or presently maybe comes in because we- I'm
1: still presently not like a normal person. Even though I'm seven years sober, it doesn't matter. I am- um, Correct. Hyper inclined to being in self-will run riot, though we don't think so, right?
0: And I think it's a twofold reason. Number one, I know that if I don't do certain disciplines, the malady will return. Yeah. The insanity will return and I will drink again. And I am fairly certain because I know me, Mm -hmm. right? Um, when we knew that we had to put my dog down, mm-hmm. I said it was going to be rough, and it was. Like, yeah. I just know me. And if I go drink, I don't know that I'm coming back. Yeah. I just know that. Um
1: And since, like, I'm so a heroin way- addict, um, if I was to relapse, death is highly likely. Like, you you and I got right. news this week that someone we knew that had years, more than 10 years, relapsed and passed away.
0: Yeah. You know? Which and- is rough. But hold on, so you have that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... The, the initial delusion that we had to smash that was that we didn't have to do this program mm-hmm. because we realized that we do if we want to stay sober. Right. Now, seven and ten years later, the reason it says, or presently maybe. Because
1: I still have to do those things.
0: Not only that, but I've also gotten a taste of the spiritual side Yeah, that I like. The side that's contentness. Con- content- what? what? Con- what was that? Content- Is that an Oklahoma word? Contentment. <laughs> peace in the storm. Yeah. Right, calamity um, serenity. Right, instead of your instead of your emotions looking like a volatile stock going to the top and to the bottom mm-hmm. over and over again, it's really right on oh, the that's middle. That's a good
1: thing to say. Like if you listeners are wondering how emotionally sober you are, um, your emotional fluctuation, your moods, is a good indication of that. Like you just said, people mm-hmm. that. Um, can be calm one minute and just go into a rage the next, or like even mm-hmm. look at drivers. You know, stupid Houston drivers. They're absolute idiots. But people, I saw in the news the other day that some lady up near us was just like shooting people from her car on uh, Highway Six or something like that. Would they do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like I mean, like who does that? So people that are not in control of. I don't want to
0: wrongfully accuse her. I've seen I the drivers around and I've been tempted at times. <laughs> I know, right?
1: But what I'm saying is people that aren't in control of their emotional nature are byproduct, not spiritually fit.
0: Okay. So we have talked about doing the doing and the why, mm-hmm. right? For us, it's a matter of staying sober. And for us, it's holding on to the contentment, the peace that we have gotten a taste of over the years, mm-hmm. right?
1: But it's so easy to get lazy. And I think that's what's going on with me the last couple weeks. I think that it's so easy to think, well, okay, I have seven years. I'm good. I am good at my work. I'm good at my home. I'm good with my sponsees. I'm good. Um, And it's easy for me to, when I start to get overwhelmed, just to get lazy and be like, I don't have time for that.
0: Yeah. Do you think we fluctuate in and out of that ebb and flow? Always. Absolutely. Always. So when we come back, we're going to talk. We're going to close it up on the action. We're going to talk a little bit about getting into the being. And so uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Relevant Recovery Radio. Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio on this beautiful 137-degree Sunday. <laughs> it's so hot, how you go outside, it's going to melt your face off. I've
1: seen people baking cookies in their cars, uh, dashboard videos.
0: I wish you would have said that there's so many awful jokes around that. that Don't I do it. Literally just Don't had to bite my tongue and I think the radio. it's
1: bleeding. Don't do it. Um,
0: so, we've been talking about... Doing, you the do doing
1: the doing. You got to do the doing to be in the being. You don't get to just decide you want to be spiritual.
0: And we've been talking about the what, the why.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, what does some of these actions look like? What does it look like if I'm doing the doing?
1: Uh, it depends with each individual's life. What, but
0: sorry, let me interject. We've already covered that for us being in 12 steps, you're sponsoring, right? You're mm-hmm. using your time for others, mm-hmm. you're setting aside time for prayer and meditation. Mm hmm. You're involved in a home group giving your time again with a service commitment, Mm -hmm. right? And so what do some of the other things look like?
1: I work hard. And so I think that people that are emotionally sober or spiritually fit would have a a good work ethic and a balance to it.
0: Have Um, you ever had a job where you worked as hard as you could to not work? What? Yeah. I've had jobs in the past where (laughs) I literally hated it so bad. It was like you work harder at not working than you did if you just Just did your did your job. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. I'm kind of like a, a little bit uh, rigid OCD when it comes to like workload and stuff, but I try to not be, I manage other people and I'm supervisor of other people. So there's some different elements there. I don't just get to cluck in, do something and go home. Um, but I think that good work ethic goes along with spiritual maturity. Because I,
0: there's days that you show up that you don't feel like working.
1: Yeah, but you do it anyway.
0: Right. Um, You power through. that's
1: what I was telling When we got in the elevator to come up to this building to record, I told you, I said, I had an idea yesterday. I said, after I get, I said, I'm probably not going to do it, but my idea was uh, after I get these four girls through the steps, I might pause on taking on anyone new so I can go to a gym and work out twice a week for a little while because someone who is also Spiritually fit or emotionally sober is going to take care of their body. Um, they are going to be healthy to a certain degree. My old sponsor
0: Chris R always said it, buddy. You've got the triangle and the circle. Sur- <laughs> Does that give away who it is, buddy? <laughs> buddy, you've got the circle and the triangle for our fellowship, which is recovery, unity, and service. Mm-hmm. But you also have another triangle that's equally as important. If body, you want to. Body, mind, be- and spirit. Mind, body, and spirit. But you
1: also have to be honest, he says, with sex checks and meds. Like, mm-hmm. like there's there's something about so many balances. There's so many balances of the three uh, within. But, any but we're talking but,
0: about mind, body, spirit. So that was your revelation. My
1: revelation was, hey, because I'm like I've been off for a couple weeks,
0: and i when I'm you doing, had this revelation. Were there any beasts in it?
1: Nope, no, no oh, revelation beasts. So listen, boring. Listen, what I'm trying to tell you, Linda. Okay. Is um, I am good. And consistent With all the 12 step Disciplines But I still fell off Well where am I ignoring God Is the next question
0: Food and exercise Food and
1: exercise Is where I'm ignoring God For sure
0: Our whole audience Actually yelled that At the radio When you said it Because <laughs> they know me They know
1: um, And so there's like A little reason, a literal reason I have a Haley trash and Josh,
0: Haley and Josh and Hattiesburg mm-hmm. Mississippi are laughing Right now <laughs> Because they know you.
1: So that's where I felt convicted or persuaded, if you will, if someone doesn't want to use religious words. I have felt persuaded that I'm 41 years old. I haven't stepped foot in a gym, I don't think ever.
0: You sure look good for 41.
1: But what I'm saying is, you and I, I had my blood work done and my blood work's perfect. Thank you. No, you can hate me all you want. But here's the thing. You it's, know not, it's not It's not going to always be that way. If Demons I Demons
0: have perfect blood. <laughs> Demons. That's why.
1: <laughs> I got demon blood.
0: That's right. I Am I the Nephilim?
1: What's happening right now? I don't know how
0: you eat the way you do and your blood is so perfect. But Listen, I'm it's sorry. because I was, I, I was
1: raised in Oklahoma and conditions are way different there.
0: I said your organs have given up.
1: And so when I moved to Texas <laughs> I feel and-
0: like, This is the best it's going to get, guys.
1: I had my first vegetables in Texas, right? Michelle in Sober Living gave me uh, the little trees asparagus and brussels sprout oh tree god. balls and uh, so that's my first introduction to vegetables and so i've been eating vegetables now somewhat for seven years and i think okay. my body's responding well because so we this off. is post oklahoma anyways conviction yeah. about your health yeah where are you ignoring god are you ignoring god around um prescription medications are you ignoring god around your sex conduct or your intimate relationship behavior are you a
0: guy who's watching porn and justifying it even though you're married right Right. And you're like, well, it's okay. She doesn't know. And I'm not actually cheating. For some
1: people, it's shopping. Um, You know, you always want the next best thing or you have shopping addiction or you have to have the coolest thing or the name brand this or the or the purse brand this or the shoes this. So around
0: shopping, what is doing the doing?
1: Doing the doing means, okay, sitting down. And making a budget and being responsible and being a good steward of, of are you giving back are you i'll call it tithing but it doesn't have to be called that are you giving back to the world uh donate to aspca donate to habitat for humanity i don't mm. care what you do to be altruistic and be selfless but just give away money it doesn't even mm. matter
0: i like it the, the because spiritual opposite. if you let
1: things own you they own you yeah you can have money it's not wrong or sinful or bad to have money it's just bad if the money has you
0: Mm, which is most of the world
1: and it is with anything if it's with around body image or with it, with the clothes or shopping or gambling or lottery we're talking about
0: building character we're We're talking talking about mm -hmm. doing the opposite of what we really kind of want to do
1: so your selfish nature and my selfish nature has three core instincts Uh, instincts for sex social and security so we have desires, and when we uh, band-aid those desires, like, let's say, security. Well, if I get a big house, or I get a cool car, or I get a better-paying job, I feel band-aided in my security for a minute.
0: For a short time. For a short Or if it's i got to stack
1: money in the bank. Well, when I have this much in the bank, then I'll feel secure. Well, okay. Then you
0: just need more. Big
1: banks could fail tomorrow, buddy, and then you have nothing. Right. Where's your security then?
0: So when we talk about doing the doing, I think we're a little off track, actually. Well, because think- what we're really talking about... Our spiritual tools and spiritual practices
1: I went off on that tangent so that it would apply to more listeners so they could see how selfishness manifests so then they can see uh, oh well what's the opposite the, of that okay 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 All right. so what's the opposite of that turn your thoughts to someone you can help turn your thoughts to someone who doesn't have what you have or that you can be there for or that you can encourage or that you can counsel or that you can just sit with like Here's what's really stupid. Sometimes it's super spiritual for me to just answer my phone. I don't want to. I'm telling you, sometimes in the core of me, I don't want to answer my phone. And it's
0: me calling. (laughs) i usually
1: answer you. But what I'm saying is when my phone rings and I'm busy doing something else and I don't want to answer it, when I look at it, sometimes there's this nudge in my spirit that says, you know, be kind and answer it be yeah. there for them. Yeah. This is an opportunity for me to be selfless by answering my phone and being considerate of someone else. All right, so because someone did it for me.
0: So if we begin taking action that is counter, mm-hmm. right? To the the wants and desires, the laziness. If you become the...
1: altruistic. Mike, I'll propose that question to you, sir. What's the benefits? What do you see that starts to occur in your life when you do the doing?
0: What... Once you once you do it for enough time Mm -hmm. um you begin to feel peace and contentment because when i get validation esteem things like that from god for doing for others i begin to get real validation it's not fleeting it's not counterfeit um the self-esteem from doing what's right whether i want to or not Mm -hmm. it begins to build character yeah um i think in the end you get that gift of peace. What does peace mean? Peace is that I can go sit out on my back patio, lay my phone down, stare at the backyard, have nothing in my head, and feel completely content.
1: You know, it's it's weird. Sometimes I will... And just be. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like walking to my car, you know, or driving to work or something. I will have this extreme peace or joy even wash over me. It's not like a like feeling like heroin it's not like that but but it's it's similar but it's different but i'm just saying follow me that's kind of fuzzy and itchy on your nose but anyways what i'm saying is is sometimes i'll be like and it's just the thought or the feeling is i love my life
0: yes do you ever feel guilty for your life i
1: sometimes i feel guilty that i love my life so much and i'm like oh crap when's the other shoe gonna drop and something bad's gonna happen to balance this out because life's too good
0: right we live a very blessed But it's like, life. okay,
1: well, as long as I keep loving God's kids and doing things for God's kids and I stop focusing on myself, mm-hmm. um, the byproduct seems to be happy, joyous, and free. I don't really know how that works, but I'm glad it does. <laughs>
0: and that doesn't mean that it never goes wrong. Right. It doesn't mean that life is peaches life forever. Life is still life. But it gives me the tools to handle the downs.
1: Life on life's terms. Don't you think? I think so. I do too. And so thank you for listening. Don't forget, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything.
0: Thanks for listening to Relevant Recovery Radio today. Hashtag God though.